Welcome to Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, where we shine the spotlight on positive developments since independence in 1962 and the way forward for Jamaica. We also highlight positive happenings, activities, projects, and investments at every level, across every sector, to inspire, motivate, and excite people everywhere. Impact in Jamaica, the Independence Edition, is sponsored by Houston Wards, the Passport Immigration and Citizenship Agency, the Tax Administration of Jamaica, Grace Kennedy, the Sajikor Foundation, Harib Cement, the Port Authority of Jamaica, and JN Bank. I'm Byron Buckley and welcome to Impact in Jamaica. In this episode, we will talk about issues related to Jamaica's independence. I am with Mr. Richard Pandoi, who has been president of the Jamaica Manufacturers Association since 2019. He is the chief executive officer and managing director of Separate Limited since January 2015. Widely respected as a transformational and visionary leader, Mr. Pando, he has held several managerial and board positions in corporations across the Caribbean and Central America. Welcome, Mr. Pando. Thank you, Baron. Glad to be here. Mr. Pando, as an industrialist, looking through that vantage point, what would you say is the most significant achievement by Jamaica since gaining independence? And why do you think so? Well, I mean, it's an interesting question. Can you ask me to look through the eye of an industrialist? But I'm going to look through the eye of a Jamaican, <laughs> first of all. Yes. Our most impactful thing since independence has been our, our cultural impact on the rest of the world. I mean, the way we have influenced the rest of the world with our creative sector, actually, to me has been the most profound thing about Jamaica post-independence. We, we are a massive global brand. We are a huge influencer. And I think that is something that brings me pride. It also brings us great recognition wherever in the world we go. So that, to me, is our most significant development. It's interesting you say so, because uh, would you say that we have been maximizing, optimizing that 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 brand? Have, have we turned it into money? <laughs> Are you... so that's, a, that's a disappointment. When entities, right, invest in their brand, and the brand is an asset, it's, a, it's something that you monetize, it brings value to your, your organization. In terms of brand Jamaica, we have not even begun to scratch the surface of what that brand can do for Jamaica. We don't understand the value of the brand, we don't understand how to monetize it. I think that is a major disappointment when you think of this little rock, how we have changed and influenced the world. I mean, not just the, not just the creative, but our people in general, you know. The Vice President of the United States is a Jamaican background. I mean, you go to all universities, you go to any organization of note, from NASA to onward, you ask, and somebody will tell you that Jamaica is working right this you know. So mm -hmm. we have impacted everybody else, and we have through our brand and our recognition, but we have not somehow made it matter, made it matter to the general population and to the overall Jamaica. In other words, that, 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 that brand that we have internationally, we have not transferred it internally or domestically into something that is advantageous. Well, Absolutely. That is a huge disappointment. I mean, it's, um, I was sitting there, in fact, other people have been taking brand Jamaica and making it work for them. I mean, it's, uh, that's an irony and a disappointment. Here's a, here's, here's a question that, that, that is, is, is perhaps tricky. It, we, it couldn't, 
is it that we, that in in 50 years of independence we have been able to create this brand or is it that at the start of independence we had this brand this potential perhaps was 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 worked on before and it is we know in the independence period as 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 we said it is that it no i think the platform started before independence which was accelerated after i think jamaica's influence post-independence is much bigger i think as a people than who were pre-independence there's no doubt about that in my mind having said that though i think just the way we have expanded and the way we have grown i think somehow we just haven't we haven't had the capacity um you know maybe even the capability to understand how to make it work for us and perhaps in a brand jamaica should be Maybe we need to find external people to mind the brand for us and make it um, and make it work for Jamaicans finally. Maybe we Jamaicans just we we have not um, developed at the same pace as the brand, and that's a possibility. Because again, if you look externally, sometimes when you look at your your sporting heroes and your entertainment heroes to really get the monetize their value, they have to go and find other people who are professional minders. Maybe Jamaica, our strength is about creative and not in our management. Ah. Sir, so am I, am I here you saying we should go and franchise out how to manage brand Jamaica? In whatever format we need, I think we need to go and find a way to make it work for us because we, we aren't able to manage it to make it work for us the way we ought to be doing. Okay, and the, and the persons who decide to take to steal pieces of it, they're doing it selfishly anyhow. It's, it's done anyway, it's been done everywhere. I mean, it's, um, you, know, you know, I was in China just before the pandemic and I, I could find more Jamaican-based software than I can find here or anywhere else, you know. <laughs> they are the producers and the beneficiaries of, of brand Jamaica in many ways. And now, a word from our sponsors. The land. The people. The culture. We are a proud nation, and everything we own is carried with pride. Whether returning from a trip, or doing your daily business here at home. Use your passport. It is your Jamaican right. Get yours and carry it with pride. Welcome back. Okay. All right. So, so, so you've pretty much said that the, the, the brand Jamaica in all aspects, whether it's commercially or just the intellectual um, acumen of our people abroad and so on, is what you think is the most significant um, feature since independence. Would you, what would you then say is the most disappointing feature of Jamaican life since independence? Okay, without doubt for me, it's just the, the, the quality of our life. I mean, when you, when you measure it by the level of violence in our society and just the inequity in our educational system, I think we have, you know, it, that is tremendously disappointing for a country that is so blessed, that has so much potential going for it. I find that we have accepted a quality of life that's not sufficient and it's not good enough. I mean, you know, too much of our brothers and sisters, their lives every year, too much of our people are abusing. I mean, and every year since independence, but I feel like it has gotten worse and worse. So that for me is our biggest disappointment. And it's not just a quality of life, it's also an economic cost to us. More than, I mean, it's estimated up to 78%, to 8% of our GDP is lost just because of the nature of the, the, the level of criminality in our society. I mean, 78% of GDP could be a turning point in those, our infrastructure for hospitals, for schools, and for 
for green spaces. I'm not happy with the quality of life in Jamaica post-independence. I think we continue to lose space. How are we going to fix it? Is, and and is, it, is it a job for all of us or is it a job for, for those who have, have offered themselves as, as, as political leaders? Is there a role for civic and business leaders? How do we, how do we solve this? No, we don't doubt this collective responsibility. However, I mean, you know, every, every little person can just make a change. I mean, this is after a policy direction. Leadership has to lead. And the people, I mean, we, we have elected people in our independence. That's one reason we have independence. We're to elect our leaders. And our hope is that those people see as part of their legacy the fact that one of their mandate is to make life better for all Jamaicans, not just some Jamaicans. And, um, you know, we have not done a good job in that. I think the intention may be there, but for some reason, we have created a Jamaica that is not for all Jamaicans. And I think as civil society, as citizens, the part that we have to play is that we have to, to demand it. We can't, we have, Jamaica have become too docile, we have become too accepting of, of, of nonsense. You know? And we have to step, I mean, in this next period of our life, we need to become more outspoken. And um, not to say we should go block road and demonstrate, but we're saying that we should become more insistent that the people that we have elected and the people who have put in position of responsibility ought to work to make Jamaica better for all of us today, not just for the next generation. We can do better today. It's interesting that you say so because in the diaspora, um, it is the Jamaicans who tend to be leaders and outspoken and, you know, fight for people's rights and so on. But for, yes. some, but for some reason, we seem to have, I don't know if it is that way, it's the story with the frog on the hot water. If you have gotten accustomed to it or what, but, but you're... I don't know, I mean, Black Lives Matter, I saw the way Jamaicans got on with Black Lives Matter, which was amazing. But mm-hmm. we, we haven't shown the same level of, um, you know, passion here for all, for our lives, you know, for all lives that matter. And I don't know what it is, I don't know if it's, it could be a function that, you know, you know, in some countries, in other countries, when you speak up and you stand up, you don't face the risk of personal violence. I think that is one thing that holds back a lot of Jamaicans from expressing themselves and even putting themselves up to a position where they, they challenge the status quo. So I think this, going back to the biggest disappointment of the violence, etc., it also has affected the way civil society has operated and the way people have put themselves up for contribution. People are scared, and it is an issue. Okay. Well, um, I want to thank you, uh, Mr. Pandoy, for, for joining us on Impact in Jamaica. And uh, we'll talk again. Thank you very much. Uh, Thanks for having me. You have just come to the end of another episode of Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition. Do join us again for another in the series on SoundCloud, Google Podcast, Spotify, Audible, Podcast Addict, or on Stitcher. Impacting Jamaica, the Independence Edition, is sponsored by Kingston Wards, the Passport Immigration and Citizenship Agency, the Tax Administration of Jamaica, Grace Kennedy, the Sajikor Foundation, Carib Cement, the Port Authority of Jamaica, and the JN Bank. You can also visit us at impactingjamaica.com and at jamaica-gleaner.com.